Hi everyone and welcome to Parliamental. I'm Jerry Maguire. And I am Anne McLaughlin. And, and we are, this is a weird episode of Parliamental. Anne and I are standing behind the big black curtain at the back of the SCCC. Do you want to tell the listeners why, Anne? Yeah, because we're at the S- S- I couldn't remember. We're at the SNP conference. Yeah, so SNP conference day, so it's a really kind of strange, interesting episode of Parliamental. So we're going to have a wee chat here next to the curtains and then we'll cut to some interviews for later on. So Anne, so what's been happening this week in Parliament? Uh, well, the last week has been quite quiet for me. It was my birthday on International Women's Day. And um, it's the first time since I got elected that I went down on the Tuesday morning and came back on the Wednesday evening. Excellent. But in that time, managed to take part in a vote where we won something and the Tories got stuffed. Um, and hang, on, hang on, we need to pause on that. Do you want to elaborate on that a wee bit more? <laughs> OK, so that was when um, we were voting against the, the bill to allow Sunday opening um, extended hours of Sunday opening in, in England and Wales. And the reason we voted against it is because they refused to put in legal safeguards that would ensure that those who already work those extended hours in Scotland on a Sunday and are paid a premium for it, they refused to guarantee that they wouldn't lose out. So it was really just to defend um, people in Scotland who already work on a Sunday. But we won! So you said, would you say stuffed? Say they got stuffed? Yeah, I said stuffed. I don't even know what the majority was. It doesn't matter if it was one, they were still stuffed. As Nicola said today in her speech, um, something about, she was talking about the UK Treasury and she says they were gubbed. So, yeah, maybe that's a better word, they were gubbed. It was a very nice feeling and they were sick as dogs and they they can't take defeat the Tories. They can't bear it. Um, but I got an inordinate amount of pleasure out of that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there'll be too many more in the near future. I mean, Stuart Hosey told me that in the time that he's been there, which is maybe about 10 years, there's been four defeats. Um, he's been on the winning side four times. <laughs> I love that. Um, so there might not be... So that was maybe why we were savouring it. It wasn't... The reason we did it was for good reasons, but it was nice to have something to celebrate. But yeah, so it was quite weak for me in, in Westminster. I had loads and loads of constituency stuff on. I've been all around the constituency for the last couple of days. Really prefer being in Glasgow so do you want to know what I've done? Yeah go for it tell me what's been happening. Alright okay so I've had surgeries in Germiston and in Deniston. I went to a youth project that was launching in the Reedvale Centre um, I went to Saracen Primary to meet with the head teacher I went to a sheltered housing complex in Milton yeah I'm sure I did. Oh I went to meet with Channel 4 to talk about their games development uh, which was fascinating because as you know games is a uh, computer games great growth industry in Scotland and Scotland you know is a global leader in that respect so it was really interesting to hear the stuff that Channel 4 are doing to develop a uh, new uh, I was going to say young but it's not necessarily young but those that are developing games so that was interesting. I've got a personal interest in video games I don't get to play them very often but I do like collecting them on my shelf and not playing them. Oh, that's an interesting hobby. Buy them and you think, this is great, I'm going to play it. And then you get half an hour in and then life takes over and it's a month later and you've not played it. Yeah, I do that with books. So what else has been happening? Well, I've been doing a wee bit of work with Bob Doris, who's obviously the candidate for Springburn Mary Hill and... Uh, had a wee thing on Friday night where John Swinney came along and it was really good to see him. He's a bit of a hero of mine. And I've uh, been catching up with Ivan McKee and just looking forward to getting loads and loads of coverage next week for the thing that he's doing. Do you know about the thing that he's doing on Saturday the night? No, Tim. Right. 
So every candidate has a crowdfunder and they all say, give me money to win the campaign and fair enough and, and you know, I hope people support them. Ivan thought he would do something to earn the money, so what he's actually doing, David Houston, who's the former SNP Secretary of the Branch, um, David Houston and him have been going out running in preparation for Saturday the 19th. They're going to run from every round every polling place in the constituency, right, the whole constituency. I think it's 17 miles that they're going to do. So he's asking for sponsorship in his crowdfunder to, to raise money for that. And there's a SNP Youth Day of Action in the constituency. So he'll run around the constituency uh, with David Houston and a couple of others. Meantime, I'll be away digging and planting trees in Alexandra Park for a new orchard that's happening. That's a really exciting thing, actually. I'll put something on my Facebook about it. Um, and then I'm going to go and meet them at the end of the run and, and the, the SNP youth team, national youth team, will be there to do a youth day of action. So it's a big day for us. And I hope any members listening or any supporters, be very welcome, will come along and help us out and also donate. Just Google Ivan McKee crowdfunder and um, help him out. Sounds like a real blue Peter of a day. You're, you're, <laughs> digging, you're digging gardens, Ivan's out running. I know, that's exactly what it is. Blue Peter. Did you not fancy the run? Uh, yeah, I did, do you know, and I really wanted to do it, and uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, I was, you got me there for a while, running? Quite convincing, aren't I? Is, is, is Ivan into running? Yeah, he already does run, but I think um, he wasn't doesn't normally run as much as he has been recently. But it's been good for him because that's the one thing during the campaign you tend to lose fitness quite a bit, you know. Uh, well, if you ever had it in the first place, but you know because oh, I don't know, it's just it's something you need to get out and about. And um, yes, yeah, the first thing I'd imagine when you're really busy that you've been, it's going out for a yeah. run or a walk. You've got yeah. places to be and you know weird lunches to eat and weird hours to keep. So. Um, Interesting to see Ivan running. I mean, David, that would be pretty good. I can imagine David running, but I've never seen Ivan run, so that'll be fun. Well, I've not seen him run, but I've um, heard his description of how he is after he runs. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's a lot fitter than he lets on. I think he'll be absolutely fine. Well, Seventeen miles of Berby. Yeah. <laughs> so, Anne, you and I have been out speaking to people today. Yes, we have for a change. So we've got some interviews for some people, and we're going to listen to them now. I'm here with Jordan Daly, who just gave a really amazing talk at the French conference with SNP Youth. Jordan, you're here for the Thai campaign. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? The Thai campaign was set up quite quickly after the referendum. Uh, Liam Stevenson uh, and I, uh, Liam's the other co-founder, we had met uh, at a food bank fundraiser and because we were talking so much about social justice, we thought it would be a little bit hypocritical if we didn't address an issue that was particularly close to my heart. Um, I'm, a, I'm a gay man, I'd went to a school where there was a lot of LGBT phobia, I struggled quite heavily with my, my sexuality, uh, concluding and feeling suicidal and we, our whole ethos is that it's, this has gone on for far too long, um, that we really need to be tackling this now, there's no more time to wait and Ties essentially has very, very, very simple, very simple asks of the, Scottish, the next Scottish Government. Um, all that we need is for money to be allocated to schools, uh, specifically for LGBT teacher training, um, and the priority has to be placed on training teachers on how to tackle LGBT phobia within schools, how to tackle LGBT phobic attitudes and behaviours, and giving them the confidence to actually teach and address LGBT issues and support their LGBT pupils. That's what we feel is the best strategy. Um, I know that most of the organisations are singing for the same hymn sheet, and the onus is really on the Scottish government here to to actually do this. Yeah, you had a strong message 
message for SNP voters here today about what they can they can lean on the party basically and what would you, what would you say to them because they've got a motion coming up tomorrow like what would you think is the best route of action for those folks? Well tomorrow's motion if it passes can be the biggest step that has ever actually been taken in, in terms of LGBT inclusivity within the education sector. I mean for so long so many of the organisations have kind of worked with the Scottish Government but there hasn't been too much in terms of improvement. There's never been a public commitment in the same way that the UK government, for example, a Tory-led UK government, is committing to tackling these issues. They've allocated £3 million um, to tackle LGBT phobic bullying, which is getting given to specific charities, and our government just don't really... There's not been that same level of commitment from them. Tomorrow, the membership has the opportunity to ensure that the government takes that commitment, and we will be watching very eagerly, uh, especially because it kind of tomorrow's motion kind of gives us the inroads to hopefully try and work with the SNP a little bit more within the next government. Um, because my my opinion is that it has to be the next government that does this. If it isn't, then this is probably going to be one of Scotland's biggest embarrassments. So that's a great message for people at the conference tomorrow, but if you're not going to conference tomorrow, how can people get involved with the Thai campaign? They can get involved, so our website is www.thaicampaign.co.uk or they can email us at stories at thaicampaign.co.uk and we can kind of let them know how they can get involved. Um, what people can do right now though is, is, as I mentioned before, the Scottish Government, well most schools don't have the funds to actually pay for teacher training. The Scottish Government thus far uh, don't seem to be, that's not their strategy, they're not going to give school money for this um, and we generally think that there's not enough time to wait so we're crowdfunding, we're raising money ourselves. Thus far we've already trained three teachers with money that has been raised from three different schools. It's £120 to train a teacher um, so if anyone wants to donate to that crowdfunder which finishes in a month it's uh, www www.crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash Thai campaign. That's great. Thanks, John. It's Jerry Nan here. Hi, Ann. Hi, We've also got another guest, Hamza. Hey, yeah. Hi, Hamza. How's it going? I'm very well. I've seen some of your crew today with some t shirts. Do you want to talk us through it? Yeah, well, somebody uh, ingenious uh, came up with my campaign, a slogan which is Yusaf, as in Hamza Yusaf. Yusaf to vote Hamza. Uh, and they've been walking about with yellow berries yellow sunglasses and those t-shirts and I think they're the most distinguishable and probably infamous people at this party conference that's nice last night I came up with um, Ivan McKee I've got the secret what do you think about that say that again Ivan McKee I've got the secret okay that's okay that's, that's, that's failed that. that first one no that's not going to fly that's not going to fly maybe get someone who can sing <laughs> exactly that may help what's been your highlight for the conference so far well Nicola Sturgeon's speech I thought it was exceptional I think it was actually probably her best speech uh, at a conference not only was it uh, reiterating the government policy well not only was it new announcements but how we're going to use our powers for the future and then a new drive for independence uh, and how we're going to gently but firmly but consider uh, with consideration persuade people towards uh, independence and backing independence in the future I thought it was an exceptional speech Thanks Hamza, cheers, cheers. So this is Anne speaking. I have uh, turned interviewer and I'm about to interview my good friend James Dornan, MSP. How are you, James? I'm fine, Anne. Right, so basically I want to know how your campaign's going and uh, if you're confident that you're going to win because last time round it was quite a shock to all of us in Glasgow that we won all these seats and we overturned incredible majorities. And uh, so how's, how's it going to be this time? Well, we've been working hard on the doorsteps for the last three months, four months. Uh, the results that we are getting in the doorsteps are replicating what the national polls are saying. There seems to be minimal support for Labour. 
although a fairly strong, reasonably strong, not SNP support. Uh, we won't take anything for granted. I have a 1600 majority uh, and I'm hopeful that I'll be able to keep that and grow on it when it comes to May the 5th. I'll be utterly ashamed if it's not a 16,000 majority by the time May comes. It's good that you're not putting any pressure on me whatsoever. I think that's very important. OK, next question. Do you listen to my podcast? Oh, do you have a bod- podcast? <laughs> what do you think this is? I, 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 I honestly didn't know that. But I will be... I didn't know what it was. And that's, I will be listening to it religiously. This one anyway. Uh, and then, of course, in, in the future. We might just edit you out of this one for that, but we'll see. It's no surprise at all, uh, given your behaviour at my adoption on Saturday night. So James had his adoption last Saturday night and I was one of the speakers. The others were Duncan Ross and Nicola Sturgeon and we were all really nice to you, weren't we, James? Duncan and Nicola were very nice to me. Uh, Anne... uh, Was very honest. Was too honest. (laughs) It was was great and I appreciated the three speakers there and... Anne's uh, take on it was very personal and very humorous and very well received. So it was a great night, yeah, everybody enjoyed it. And I do thank Anne for, for coming along, being a speaker and telling people all my dirty secrets. OK, we won't edit out that bit, will we, Jerry? Definitely keep that bit in, I think that's a keeper, that wee bit there. Thanks very much, James. It's a pleasure, Anne. Standing outside conference here with Anne. Hello. And another guest in the show, Manny. Hello. How's it going, Manny? No bad. You talked this morning. What was it that you were talking about to conference? We were talking about uh, pensions. The was- I spoke about the waspy uh, thing that's happening just now. So I think it went down all right. I'm glad. It- I'm glad the motion get passed. So it shows that the SNP are supporting the waspy. Yeah, people applauded it. That's good. Aye. <laughs> it's no bad. Always a good sign, isn't it? <laughs> so if you weren't there for the conference, like, how can you boil it down in a couple of sentences? Like, what were you talking about? Well, basically, women are losing their pensions and being left with nothing by this government. That's basically it. <laughs> and what do you think about that? I had a couple of uh, constituents came to my surgery the other night and that was what they wanted to talk to me about. They wanted to ask, you know, would we just keep on pushing and keep on pushing? But they were asking me, do I actually think it, we can change things? But And I actually do, because people like Mary just never give up. They just She's like a dog with a bone. Her and Ian Blackford. <laughs> she's not like a dog. She's a nice dog. Um, but I, I, so I've had people come into my surgery quite recently really upset about it, really struggling to get their head around how the government could do this to them. No, that's the thing. I mean, the, the very first person that ever came into my first surgery was a waspy woman, but she didn't know she was. She was just asking me, and that's where I first noticed it. And I went, wait a minute, this doesn't add up. Then, of course, it just became snowball, more and more people coming forward. And then when we had the debate in the chamber, we have been inundated with women right across the UK coming forward. In fact, that's now five people have stopped me, like members of staff in Westminster who've said to me quietly, Mary, what's happening? That's my pension as well. Yeah. You know, so nobody knew about this. And the idea that the Tories are punting is that people did know. It's just that they've been, you know, neglecting their letters. It's nonsense, absolute nonsense. And I'm glad that certainly conference and people in general are recognising it for what rubbish it is. Yeah, it's an issue that's bigger than the SNP. I mean, that's, that's half the constituency in the country that's talking about that. No, exactly, exactly. And that's the thing, is that the, the, this government actually have a real opportunity because, for once, this doesn't have to be 
party political. This is a perfect example where I think it happened by accident. But now that it's been brought to attention, I think the government could genuinely put their hands up and go, do you know what, aye, you've got a point, we didn't think of this, we're going to do something. And they'd get respect, I mean, they'd get my respect for doing that, but instead they're just insistent upon driving this stupid austerity and trying to make this a, a party political thing when it's, it's nonsense. Totally agree. Now I think you should ask her how great it is working with me. Right, okay. Um, I've <laughs> Bearing in mind she just called me a dog. Right, okay. What's it? <laughs> What's, what's it like being insulted by Anne McLaughlin on our own podcast? Uh, what's it like? What's on it? Being insulted by oh, Anne being insulted? Uh, no, it's, 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 of course it's lovely and enlightening to work with <laughs> such a, a profound person with such patter. Right, a profound <laughs> person with such patter. Can we make that the new podcast strap? That's the strap one, that's definitely, that's the uh, subtitle. You know, at least it's obvious when I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> and it's not happening. We're cutting that bit out, of course, right? And we'll just overdub with somebody else's voice saying nice things about me. Typical politician, right? <laughs> Thanks, Mary. No worries, thank you. Cheers. So after the conference, then, what have you got coming up in the next week in Parliament? Well, I'm back down to uh, London either Sunday night or Monday morning, not decided yet. I've got, um, I wasn't selected to ask a question of the Working Pensions Secretary on Monday, but I'm going to bob up and down and try and ask a supplementary on the issue of the women born in the 1950s who are losing their pensions, because I've had a couple of constituents coming to me about that. So I'm going to do that. Um, I've got a question uh, accepted for international development, and it's on the plight of the Yazidi people. And I'm speaking in a big debate, which uh, I'm the civil liberties spokesperson, as you know, and I'm speaking in the investigatory powers bill debate. So I've also got uh, an article in The National on it, um, and I think in the Huffington Post as well. So it's a big week in terms of investigatory powers and trying to, you know, do the right and sensible thing in terms of our security, but protecting people's civil, civil liberties at the same time. So I'm looking forward to that. So Anne's all over the media? Well, maybe not all over it in one or two wee things. But the important thing is, you know, making making the right points and trying to, you know, convince the government. Because next up is committee stage with this bill. So it's really about, you know, picking out the points that are most important and trying to get concessions where you can. Although in my experience of the last bill committee I was on, there were no concessions and there there just never are, but you can keep trying. So you need to you need to set the tone early as possible because it sounds like it goes to committee and then just slows down. Yeah. So thanks everyone for listening to Parliamental. Um, as usual, we talk about how we're going to, fingers crossed, be here in two weeks. But in two weeks, Anne, just, just after the podcast, you're going to do something interesting. Do you want to tell the listeners what's happening? The next time we do this uh, will be the Easter recess. And the Monday after Easter recess starts, I'm going to Cali and Dunkirk for four days. Um, so we decided we wanted to spend quality time out there rather than just turn up and get a couple of photographs taken. So we're staying most of the week and we'll be spending a couple of days working in the camps alongside the, the volunteers and alongside the refugees and I, I mean I can't say I'm looking forward to it um, it's, I've been in refugee camps before pretty nice when I was in this I don't think this is going to be the same somehow but um, I'm not looking forward to it but I'm very uh, glad I'm going um, I think it, I need to know I need to 
you know, everyone I know who's been, and they've only been for a couple of hours, has said that whatever you think you know about it is so much worse. So I, I need to experience that, and um, I'm going with another couple of, a few colleagues, and I'll tell you more about it at the time, but basically there's a team of people going out to Calais and Dunkirk, and... Yeah, we'll see what happens when we get there. So next episode, oh, just before you go, so we can find out more about it then? Yep. Yeah, I'll give you a lot more detail then. Now. Well, listen everyone, thanks for listening today. I know it's been a strange podcast, but it's a conference, so I thought it'd be an interesting one. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Parliamental Pod. You can search for us on Facebook, Parliamental Podcast, or email us at parliamentalpodcast at gmail.com. Again, we'll be back in a fortnight when Anne's going to tell us more about this trip. Sounds really interesting. So see you then, everyone. Bye. Bye.